If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, you can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. from Top Gun Audit School, we have another great Wiser Wednesdays Experience Speaks podcast. We have the pleasure of having Dr. Mulani, a primary primary care physician out of Kentucky. He has a, he, he posts something on LinkedIn every day uh, regarding the medical field. So if you're on LinkedIn, be sure to check him out. I really enjoy his uh, posts. They're really engaging. They, they, they cause well, they, they, they enter, uh, entertain a lot of uh, input and so forth. And I also have Dr. Cutler, a practicing hospitalist at Yapapai Regional Medical Center, also a physician advisor. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, so let's get started. What I wanted, what I like to kind of discuss today is, uh, is, uh, a residency uh, training, student and residency residency training, and uh, uh, you know, in in the school, and also R one, R two, and R three in fellowships, and the fact that they're not receiving really good uh, education training and learnings from the attendings and the cons consultants in their rotations on how to communicate a document effectively. So, why is that? And I'd like to each of you to kind of speak on, okay, what would you like to see in, uh, in these residency programs and even starting in uh, medical, uh, medical school uh, as students, what, what, what do you think the curriculum should be and how do we get from here to there? So Dr. Cutler, I think you can start out uh, having worked with uh, residents uh, and so Dr. Dr. Milani as well. So Dr. Cutler, if you want to start out. Okay, um, well, and like I said, I recently, I, I don't know, but it seems like ever since there's been medicine, it's been uh, an apprenticeship driven uh, field um, later on when you're actually uh, with patient care. And so it's kind of hit or miss. You may get somebody who's uh, in the um, in the line of uh, Sir William or Dr. Osler. Uh, and to be able to articulate uh, very well what's going on with the patient. But then again, you may not. You may have a very, um, very uh, time-stretched uh, specialist who has to go to three facilities that may be only writing two-sentence notes um, or now dictating uh, later on when you're not even seeing where the documentation is. Um, so I, I think it's just widely variable in what people are doing and you're still kind of uh, basically um, it depends on the luck of the draw and who you get maybe as a specialist to follow uh, your fellow your senior resident 
Um, and, and that can be a challenge. And that's not going to give you uniformity. And they may not understand. And it wasn't until, you know, I began to do some administrative work that you understand the other side of this whole field and why some of these things are important and why they keep dumping stuff on us. Um, and, and once you learn that, I think, or understand it to a better degree, you know, it, it's all about bringing the joy of practicing. I mean, I did not go into medicine because I was like, God, I can't wait to get an administrative role. No, I like medicine because I like to take care of patients. And I think most physicians do. And the problem is we're now overburdened with all of these things. And it takes you away from why you wanted to practice. And I think that's part of the reason we see so much burnout or dissatisfaction with what we're doing. And I'll stop there. Now, also, I think you're right. Dr. Molani, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm really surprised that they don't teach uh, what they call the billing to the residents. Um, it was not done when I was the resident. That was a long time ago, like 15 years ago. Well, that's not true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, 15 years ago, they were not teaching that in residency. And... Uh, they are still not teaching. I think that's uh, that is not the right thing. It means uh, attendings who are rounding with the residents, they do the billing themselves. And uh, residents, to be very frank, when I came out of uh, residency, I had no clue what billing was. And uh, I learned it myself. I attended a couple of seminars, and I learned it myself. In fact, uh, in the first six months, I was uh, literally clueless. I was billing whatever I felt like, but then I attended the seminars and I think that helped me a lot, especially it helped me how to document optimally. You know, optimum documentation, documentation is more important than documenting too much. So it is better to document few lines and convey your message and move on. You know, nowadays I see notes which are 12 page long. That's right, I've seen that too. And I think, what are your thoughts? I think physicians and residents uh, uh, believe that they're not, they're not really have a, they don't have a clear understanding, and not being negative. Uh, I've worked at UMC Las Vegas for like a year and uh, trying to work with residents uh, to, to share my passion and knowledge for good communication skills uh, and not documenting uh, and and I, I, I don't, I, I, I'm really adamant in saying they don't get a good understanding. They don't gain 